This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. From the After 9 Podcast Studios, this is After 9 with Scott and Kat. Hey now! Hi everybody, welcome to another episode of After 9. Hope you had a great long weekend. We are ready to go. First off, before we talk about the hot mess that is the Online News Act, let's get caught up on the weekend. Kat, you went to the new casino. I did. The Great, the great Canadian Casino Resort. Is that what it's called? I don't even know. I might have messed that up. Yeah, I did. I, You know what? I booked it a while ago when the hotel wasn't even open yet. And it just opened, by the way, at the beginning of the month. So we thought... We wanted we wanted to check it out, so why not stay at the hotel too and make a night of it? So we uh, we did. So it was very very nice, brand new. Like uh, obviously, everything's new there. This is the one by the airport, right? Like by Woodbine. This is Woodbine. I mean, you say by Woodbine, it is Woodbine. Oh, like so the and this is the part that got us. So we went into the. After we got checked in and they checked us in early and they were great, by the way, at the hotel. I'll tell you more about the hotel in a sec because it was an interesting experience. But after we got all checked in early and stuff, we're like, let's just go walk around the casino before we do some other things just so we can get a lay of the land. You know what I mean? So we're walking around the casino and it's great. And, oh, there's a Tim's and there's a this and that and that. And the next thing, and there's a bunch of machines and there's tables and some games I'd never seen before. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And that's fine. And then we, when we went back to actually go gamble later in the evening... Somebody said to us, because my sister-in-law, Leanne, she's like, ah, I want to go see if I could find uh, find something from the, the convenience store. I just want like a little snack or something to bring up to the room when we have wine. I was like, yeah, sure. When we asked the guy, he's like, oh, you got to go to the old part, like to the old casino. And we're like, to the old casino? We didn't even realize there's a tunnel in there. So there's actually a tunnel from that links the new casino to the old casino. Really? And when you walk, it's almost like walking into like a time warp. <laughs> <laughs> because everything is all new, bright light um huge like huge ceilings like so high and then you go into this like tunnel and that's when the smells start to kick in like oh this is that dirty dingy casino smell (laughs) we all know and it's dark in there you don't know what time it is zero windows right where this new casino is like bright light airy windows like you name it so what a difference between the two. So yes, it's right at Woodbine. Um, so if you're planning to go there, yeah, I'd recommend it. I, I like that there's a little bit of everything all in one spot. That's cool. It looks as though they're building shops. If I had to guess, it's going to be like high-end shops that are going to be right next door to the casino. Right. That's probably makes sense, right? Oh, you just won 30 grand playing blackjack. Let's make sure you don't take it home with you. Yeah. <laughs> Here's an Hermes store or exactly. something like that. I have a feeling, Scott, just the way that they were building it, what it looked like on the outside. No signs are there yet. They're not at that point. Uh, yeah, and then it was neat. So um, in case you're curious, I, I mean, I, I don't gamble hard when I go, to be honest with you, but I I was up like 80, I think I was up like 80 bucks or something like that. So not bad. And the hotel itself. So I got to tell you about this because I've never experienced this before. So brand new hotel. We were literally the second people to ever be in that room, to ever stay in that room. The doors were still a little sticky from the fresh paint. Like that's how new this place is. Just painted. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That new a hotel. Resort. Yeah. Well, What's the difference between a hotel and a resort? Because they call this one a resort, whereas the other ones are just hotels. 
Yeah, I mean, this is a resort because everything you need is right there, right? There's multiple restaurants. I think it told there's like six or seven restaurants, cafe. There's even like a little food court. Like it, it's like everything you kind of really need in one spot. You don't have to leave to go to a nice dining place. There's a steakhouse right there. You know, you don't have to leave. You can stay on the spot the entire weekend if you want to. So that's, I think, the difference between them. And yeah, it was it was cool, but it was also like they weren't, uh, they haven't fully opened yet. The hotel is more like a soft opening. So for example, we go to have some drinks and get ice and hmm, my brother's like, what the hell? The ice machine's not working. And then he realized they didn't even plug in the ice machines yet. So they brought in the ice machine. They, <laughs> they put it where it's supposed it to go and didn't actually yeah. plug it in. It wasn't fully set up yet, but they were so nice there. The service staff was so nice that when we mentioned to them or just asked them, hey, is another floor operating like the ice machine? They were so upset that that happened to us that someone ran with the bucket to the restaurant inside the resort to grab us ice and bring it back to the room. Like they did everything for you. At one point, we had like four people and we're not we're not those people to be like, I need this. I need to request that. But we were missing like a corkscrew for the wine. Someone was having wine. So it was like, OK, we need a corkscrew. <laughs> there is none. How can you how, can you help us out with that? Um, all these extra things. And at one point, four people were at our door doing different things. One is like bringing ice. The other person had a corkscrew. The other person was. Oh, and then we ordered a bottle of wine that was a different area altogether. So it was kind of like a smorgasbord of different areas that were all at our room at one time. So it was very interesting. Um, and I think some things are still missing just in terms of like furnishings and things like that. But all in all, really pretty, really clean. I mean, if you like a clean hotel, it doesn't get any more clean than a brand new hotel. So no complaints. When are we going to stop pretending in Ontario? And when I say that, here's here's a simple question. I know that there's some rules in Ontario yeah. that govern all of the establishments. But one of the best things about gambling in a U.S. casino is that as long as you're gambling, the drinks are free. When you're in Vegas sitting at a table, they will just keep bringing you drinks. Mm -hmm. We don't do that here. And to be honest with you, it just makes it feel like, eh, I'd rather be in Vegas. Mm -hmm. eh, I'd rather go to Atlantic City. And, and not that we don't have great casinos here. We do have some nice ones, but you don't get that full, authentic casino vibe. I really wish the government would just get out of it and say, you know what? If you want to give away booze, if you think this is a good business model for you, go ahead and do it. There's no reason you shouldn't mm -hmm. be able to as long as you still observe the rules of not overserving and things like that. But screw it. They had a $50 minimum at the blackjack tables on the, the when you yeah. were there this weekend. Yeah. I mean, and I was at Falls View, what, the week before, two weeks before that. It sounds like I have a gambling problem. Guys, I like rarely go, honestly. Uh, but I was there with girlfriends, right? So we walked through the casino and at that point at Falls View, it was like 25 was the minimum. There, I guess because it's Toronto, right? So they can. And the tables were full. Minimums were 50. For a game of war, it was 50 bucks a card. That's insanity. Yeah. You're paying 50 bucks a card and they won't even comp you a Coors Light? What is that? No, Come no. on. Yeah. Guys, let's go all in on casinos in Ontario. If we're going to count them as a big part of our revenue, if we're going to be a casino destination, we've got to do all the things that casinos do. Bring in better entertainment and start giving away booze. And bam, it's going to be great. Yeah. And that's the thing is we do so many things right in a lot of different places, whether it's Rama or this or that, but the laws stop them from doing other things. Like a resort is a perfect spot to do that. To carry around a drink, too, from one area to another, because you can't do that now, great. Give people that freedom. If you want it to be an adult resort, and that's what it is. I mean, we're not talking like kids are there. We should be careful. It's an it's a resort for 19 plus. 
treat it that way. Let's go all out. I mean, I totally agree with you. It was it was unbelievable, like to me that it's taken this long to to figure this out. It really is. But nonetheless, if you do like casinos, feel free to give it a try. But yes, I warn you, I think especially on the weekends, the minimums are going to be really high if you're a table person. Otherwise, there's a ton of slot machines. A lot of the same slot machines. Really? Do you ever notice that? No. Oh, yeah. They're all the same. I, like, I haven't played slots in so long. I can't even remember. It's, it's fun. I like blackjack. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, again, come prepared then. Bring all of your money with you. 50 bucks it's a nuts. hand. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, but cool. Nonetheless, I was telling people who were asking me in my DMs when I posted just a quick little video. I didn't really, I forgot to post a little bit more. They're not paying me for this, by the way. I want to make it perfectly clear. I'm just a, I'm an honest reviewer that says, yeah, it's worth it to check out. Definitely get a rewards membership because then you get a good deal at the hotel if you're thinking about doing that because the hotel prices will vary, but you'll get a better rate if you're at least a member and they'll give you some bonus stuff too. So there you go. How was your weekend, by the way? It was good. Uh, Saturday, I was watching football, doing some family stuff. And and then on uh, Sunday, I woke up and I had no plans. And I thought, you know what? Maybe today's the day. It's a long weekend. Nobody's working tomorrow. I'm going to invite some people over. Wow. I was shocked, humbled a little bit. I have a lot of friends who have said to me over the year that I've lived in this house, bro, you got to invite me over. I got to see this backyard because you've seen little pictures here and there on Instagram. That's me, by the way. I'm going, bro, bro, you got to invite me over to this backyard. Where's my invite, bro? And I knew you were busy. Otherwise, I would have called you too. Yeah. But I was amazed. The first two people that I texted to say, hey, if you're not doing anything this afternoon, why don't you come by? I've got a... I had a lamb roast that I slow cooked oh. on the barbecue for like four hours and I was rotisserieing it and smoking it simultaneously Good. and, and all kinds of great food. I had a keg full of beer and, and cans as well. It was going to be a great time. The first two people I reached out to both wrote back and said, love to can't. I'm going to dead mouse's party. Dead mouse was having a party at the exact same time as me. What are the odds of that? If the party looked good. I know, first of all, I know who, exactly who you're talking about because I was looking at their photos and I was like, this party looks awesome. But then <laughs> r- realizing now that you had invited them to your party and then you had to look at those photos and go, this party doesn't look that great, guys. And that's what I was doing. I was like, I don't get the big deal. He, he had a turtle that looked like a turtle from Super Mario Brothers and he had some of those fake people eating plants and stuff. I didn't think it was that good a party. Oh. Mine. Maybe the music was better at Dead Mouse's, but that's all I'm willing to concede. Yeah. He, he didn't have that same selection of beer or a lamb roast. Did you ask about the food there? Actually, I would be curious what Dead Mouse serves. Did you ask since then? I did not ask, but I'm I also curious. don't feel like he was in the kitchen, in the kitchen no. marinating a roast. No, he wasn't doing that work, right? He would have called somebody in to do this. Yeah. That's fine. I did it all myself. And what pissed me off even more was the people who did come had a great time. And it was beautiful Sunday until about two in the afternoon. 2.30 is when the first guests started to arrive, just as it got cloudy and started mm-hmm. to rain. I heated the pool up to like 87 degrees. Wow. And then the air got so cold that nobody wanted to go in the pool anyway, so I <laughs> wasted a whole bunch of gas on that. <laughs> Fuck. It was so frustrating. I saw Dave went, though. Dave was there. And yeah, brought yeah. the baby and good, 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 good fun. It's funny. Dave and I just have sort of a mutual understanding that it's probably not a good idea for me to hold his daughter. But, and I haven't until now. He brought her over on Saturday, and I don't know, maybe this is bad parenting, but after I've had like six beers, it's probably not the best time to hand me your newborn daughter and and say, here you go. (laughs) That's what happened. How did you hold her? 
Uh, Were you like carefully? Because I had his wife following me around, like every <laughs> like two steps behind me. You were like one hand in it, were you? Yeah. Like, well, because I was drinking a beer with the other, and and she's a first time mom, right? So she's oh, probably yeah. like, she already probably doesn't like his irresponsible drinking friends. But then he's, I've got a beer and her baby in my hands at the same time, and she was like, "Oh, do you want me to take her? Are you good?" And I'm like, "No, no, I'm good." Yeah. Kept walking, and she just kept following me. Are you good? Do you want me to take her? No, I'm fine. Then I handed her back right away because I realized your anxiety is probably not built for this. Not at all. Yeah. So I did get to hold his daughter. Good. He made a lovely pasta salad. Uh, all in all, it was a good, good time. Good, good. Yeah, uh, good mix of people. Good. No turtles, but good, good, good. I did not have a turtle walking <laughs> around, no. But I'll, you know what? I'm going to have to coordinate with Dead Mouse the weekend party schedules going forward because yeah. we can't have two great parties happening on the same day. Clearly. His house is like so, I mean, obviously it's amazing. Uh, he was actually headlining Veld at some point this weekend. I forget if it was Friday or Saturday. I don't remember. But apparently he did uh, He did great and I uh, kind of forgot about Veld. My husband went to Veld. Oh, did he like it? Yeah, they had a good time. Isn't it weird when we used to have to go there for work? Well, this hence why I didn't go. They was like my brother and him were like, yeah, we should get to Yesto. And I'm just like, yeah, I've seen him. It, like I've been there. We've been there like back. And when you're in that scenario, this is going to sound really super bougie, guys. But when you're in that scenario where you have good seats to something, right? Let's just, even if it's a good seat to a game and that's your usual spot. And then someone's like, hey, come with me up on the 500s. Let's go. It's never the same again. Like we, at one point, and could probably still be backstage and do that. I've just done that like so many times. The thought of being out in the crowd just doesn't do it for me no. anymore. And I'm not trying to sound like a pretentious prick. I realize how that's coming across, but I'm right there with you. I don't want to go and stand yeah. out there. It, it's kind of VIP or nothing. Great example. For Dave's birthday last year, his wife got a box for the Blue Jays game. I'd never been in a box at Rogers Center. I can't go back to sitting in the 300 level again. Mm -hmm. I've been in a box and it was way better. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's one of those comparisons. That's why I was like, nope, I'm good. You know, it's funny though. Is like they realize like we're obviously getting old because they saw like, you know, people are scantily clad at those things. Right. Not wearing a lot of clothes sometimes. And the whole time, apparently they were just like, oh, my God, what? Oh, we have to have a talk with our daughters one day about what to wear and what not to wear to these <laughs> events. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> Doesn't it scare you, though, to think? If this is what they're wearing now, yeah. what are they going to be wearing 10 years from now at music festivals? Like, it's going to be a naked party, man. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, it was also Caribbean Carnival Festival. I saw that. Looked looked nice. Why did we stop calling it Caravana? Is it the old company owned the name Caravana? I and don't then the remember. New company? Yeah, well, I don't remember. Anyway, I didn't see much of it other than some great outfits walking along Lakeshore. But I would say one thing. We got to stop messing around with the fencing because every year somebody will just say, oh, I ain't going through the gate. I'm just going to lift up the fence or go over the fence. And every year the fencing gets trashed. And I don't care if it does or doesn't. I just hate the fact that we keep spending money to put up these security barriers that people just go right under or through or around. It's kind of pointless. Mm -hmm. And you're just making everybody's job harder. However, it is kind of funny. This time it took like an hour into the Caribbean festival before the gates were down and it was just a free-for-all. Yeah. Again. Wow. Uh, a lot of people woke up at some point over this weekend and tried to click on an Instagram account of an account they follow and have followed for many years, and things have changed. 
Meta has not only started blocking news links on Instagram and Facebook, they've started blocking full accounts. Scott, I couldn't even. So Friday, I think most people know if you if you listen to our show or maybe you did get a chance to catch it on social, Scott got sugared on air. So with that came a bunch of videos and we were all excited like, yeah, this is awesome. This is funny. So I saw that I got tanked in some from our own station account, which, by the way, I am linked to. I couldn't even see them. I couldn't see the video. I'm getting the same notification as a lot of our previous, I guess they're still followers, but unfortunately you can't see the content. And all it's saying is that you can't see this in Canada. Uh, people in Canada can't see this content. And like you said, it's it wasn't even, it should not even be classified as news. We are posting just videos. We could be posting anything on there, just saying, hello, friends. And nope, you can't see it in Canada. It's, it's a problem, Scott. It's a big problem. problem. A lot of media companies right now are pretty pissed because that's how they run their, a lot of people run their business this way too, right? Well, it's almost kind of like a guerrilla tactic by Meta. And when I say that, I mean, they're going aggressive on this. And we thought when they said, oh, we're going to block news in Canada. I thought you just wouldn't see it. You'd never know what you were missing because it just plain wasn't there. But no, they're flat out blocking the accounts of newsmakers and they're saying, hell no, you're not clicking on anything here. Just in case there's a news link, we don't want to pay for that. We're going to block it all. This is a huge problem. People should be able to get news when they want news and we want a well-informed society. Hopefully that reporting is balanced. To block all news off of Facebook and Instagram, I thought that's not the end of the world. People get news in a lot of different ways. It doesn't necessarily come from Facebook or, or Instagram. Mm -hmm. However, when they're blocking full accounts, that's bad. And I still don't disagree with them. I know some people probably saw that notification and thought, oh, look, they've gone too far. Now they're blocking my favorite radio yeah. station or my favorite person that I follow. Again, they're doing that to be in compliance with the law. The law reads that if there's links and things like that on their platforms, they're supposed to pay the news companies for it. So I think they're just trying to make sure that there's no links up there. But somebody's got to step in and figure this out because it's gone way, way, way too far. Yeah, it's frustrating. It's I mean, to say the least, obviously, but I know there's a lot of companies right now scrambling, wondering, what do we do? And don't forget, a lot of these companies have deals that involve social. Right. They have clients that they have to advertise for on social. Yeah. So all these things are being banned and blocked and it's kind of it's hurting people. I don't know even know how to feel about it because we work for the radio side and we don't do a whole ton of news on the radio side. But our company is Chorus Entertainment, which also owns global television. Global television would be very impacted by this. And I do feel bad for our colleagues over at Global. I mean, obviously, I'd like to see them do well. But at the end of the day, just as a regular person. I look at this and I think the whole thing is completely backwards. Mm -hmm. Until now, Global, for example, would go on Facebook every time they published a story on their website. And they'd link it on Facebook or Instagram yeah. and Twitter X, whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> they would just do we'll that. Twitter X. Today I just called it Twitter X. Out <laughs> <there>. <laughs> and, and, and then every time somebody clicked that link and ended up on their website, that would be another hit. And they were selling ads in the articles. And, and that was how they made money. Well, now there's no links going out. Yeah. So they're not getting nearly as much traffic. That means they're not making nearly as yeah, much revenue. It's a problem. Facebook's argument, I thought, was a good one. They said it's very, very simple. Until now, we've allowed Global and CTV and CBC and Rogers and City, all those companies. We've allowed them to post those links for free mm -hmm. to link back to their website, which they get revenue from. Why on earth would we pay them 
to post their links on our platform. If that doesn't make sense it's on the surface alone. It, it doesn't make sense. But they say it's partially needed because 80% of the digital ad revenue goes to Facebook and Instagram and X and, and all the other companies. But isn't that kind of earned? I mean, if 80% of the ad revenue is going to the social platforms, doesn't that mean that they did something right mm -hmm. and the legacy media should do something to catch up? I mean, we all had the opportunity to create Facebook. Mark Zuckerberg just did it first. Elon Musk didn't create Twitter, so he spent $44 billion to buy Twitter. These social networks have figured it out, and nearest I can tell, it's namely because of engagement. They allow people to have a voice. They allow people to interact with the content. Traditional media, half the time they don't even allow comments on their stuff because things get so sideways and they don't want to moderate it. So when I look at modern technology, the evolution of media, I see these social media companies as doing a lot of things right, and legacy media just hasn't figured out how to make enough money from this model that they're using where... Click the link, read the article, we get a hit. Mm -hmm. But that should be enough, I would think, unless they want to redo what they do. Uh, the Canadian news companies could create their own social network of just news if they wanted to, couldn't yeah. they? I mean, I would think, yeah, I mean, I would think so. Seems to be pretty lucrative. Facebook's doing all right. I would think so. You're better than okay. Yeah, either way, just so you know, we're just as frustrated as you guys are. If you're, if you, and if you come across that, that's the reason why. No need to get mad at the actual media outlet. Uh, there's nothing we can do, although I'm hoping it's changing. I hope so, too. I don't know. It was one thing when it was just, oh, the article was never there, so and I never saw it, so I don't even know that I'm missing anything. There, the It's like a guerrilla tactic to mm -hmm. post and say, here it is, but no, you can't see it yep. because you're in Canada. I don't know what it's going to take for the government to back down on this, but I personally, not speaking on behalf of the company, happen to think that the Facebook or sorry, not the Facebook, Facebook and Instagram. <laughs> it was at one time. <laughs> it was. I don't think they've done anything yeah. wrong. In fact, they're perfectly in compliance with the law as it reads now. It was pay for links. So they said, okay, then we just won't post any links. Well, now let's put everybody further behind. We're all less informed. And I find that very frustrating. Uh, coming up on time. So there's just a couple of quick things I want to get to. A couple of them involve you. You were in Muskoka for a while last week vacationing. Mm -hmm. As soon as you left... Posh Spice showed up, and that's got to make you a little bit uh, conflicted, being a former Spice Girls fan, knowing that Posh probably passed you on the 400. It pisses me off, is what it does. <laughs> what are her and David Beckham doing up yeah, there? Yeah, so I, so I don't know who owns the property or if it's just a rental property, but they were up there with a, a group of families, um, one of which is the founder of, and CEO of a company that um, basically it's a marketing company and a partner of David Beckham's on a couple of things. Uh, he also promotes David Beckham's uh, lines, so clothing and all those things. So he, they're good friends, clearly, because they brought their families up to this place. But the one that got me was Austin Butler was there, and Austin Butler played Elvis in the biopic. I think most people know his name now, and if not, he did fabulous. Watch the biopic. It's great. Highly recommend. So he was there, too, and I went, why the heck is Austin Butler up there? But I thought maybe he's friends with Cruz Beckham because the entire family went up. And that's possible, too, that he's friends with Cruz Beckham. But as I did a little more digging, I noticed that, that that company, the marketing company I speak of, who went with these families, also represents the Elvis brand, like Elvis. Like the official Elvis brand is represented by them or marketed by uh, them. So anyway, maybe that's why. Nonetheless, though, it was kind of interesting to see. First of all, she said really nice things on her Instagram account about Muskoka. They just love, she just said they loved it. So peaceful, so nice. All these words, you can go see it on her Instagram account. That was not banned, by the way, because she's not media. 
Um, or Canadian. Or Canadian. Uh, but you could see those photos, and she went water skiing, and I can't tell what lake they were on. Uh, I, probably, yeah, maybe Lake Joe, maybe. Probably. I, I don't know. <laughs> when we follow the yeah. money, we usually end up at Lake Joe. Usually. But, and yeah, nonetheless, I think it was pretty cool for her to, like, post about Muskoka and being and saying that they loved it. Like, it seems like they'll probably come back. That's cool. I don't know why everybody that has a lot of money in Hollywood doesn't have a place honestly, somewhere in Muskoka. Honestly. it's There's places you can go in America. If you like the scenicness of... Gravenhurst and, and Aurelia and the list goes on all throughout cottage country. You can find comparable things in Maine. You can find comparable areas in New Hampshire, but it's not the same as Southern right. Ontario or central Ontario. It just hits a little mm-hmm. bit different. It's a perfect weather of great, beautiful scenery and the water yeah. is so much cleaner. Yeah. I, uh, it's like it's like Ozarks, but way better because, like you said, it is cleaner. It's not as muggy. There's no crocodiles. I mean, come on, <laughs> you gotta love Muskoka. It's perfect. This next one is not really a celebrity story per se, but it's also not a political story. A lot of people felt compelled to say something one way or the other after the prime minister posted a photo of him and his oldest son. At the Barbie movie on the weekend. Yeah. And all it said is, we're team Barbie. And it's amazing how many different things different people took from seeing that one photo with very little caption. Piers Morgan got into basically a fight with the left-leaning individuals of Canada about whether or not it was appropriate for the prime minister to be out dressed in all pink with his oldest son. Uh, there were some people who who went the gay way. I, I don't understand why. I'll say this very, very clearly and emphatically. Men should wear pink. Pink's a great color. I wear pink at least once a week proudly because it is a great color. Doesn't mean you're doesn't mean you're gay. It doesn't mean you're a girl. It's just a color. The Prime Minister wants to wear it, fine. Hey, did you see how many other people wore pink to a screening of Barbie? Whether they went with their buddies or they went with their girlfriend or whatever, a lot of people wore pink to Barbie. Go ahead and call it salmon. We know it's pink. (laughs) What I don't understand about this, though, and this is kind of the ironic part that I see, is A, I'm wondering why the Prime Minister posted that. Because a distraction, probably. That's a, okay. My first thought was it's a bit of a distraction from obviously the news that he and his wife are splitting up. Yeah, and I mean to that vein, I I remember it was just a few days earlier. He said, "We ask you to respect our and the children's privacy mm-hmm. at this difficult time." I haven't seen the prime minister Instagram or tweet a photo of his son in years. You're right. Yeah, that's true. He he rarely does. Three days after he asked for privacy, he posts a picture. That seems like really weird timing. I would, I have no problem with him and the kids having privacy. And if he wants to go and see a movie, I just kind of assumed he's not an old man. I kind of assumed that he goes to see movies semi-regularly. I would think as the PM, you could probably just have a screener copy delivered to Rideau Cottage. Yeah. In this case, they actually shut down that theater. Nobody I was, was in there. It was yeah. Trudeau, his kid, a couple of senior aides, and the the Canadian Parliamentary Protective Service, like our and Ryan Gosling. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't have surprised me yeah. either. But why did he post that photo right after yeah. he asked for privacy? I didn't get distraction from it. I got trying to portray the image that he's still a happy, fully functioning fine. family man. Yeah. Yeah. But then I thought, okay, well, then where are the other two kids? Because you can't tell me your daughter didn't want to see it. So it left a lot more questions than answers. I feel like it was kind of a trap. 
I think they wanted to see how many far right wingers would come out with all the mm-hmm. gay stuff and things like that. And uh, there certainly was a lot of it. it. It, for whatever reason, made international headlines. I saw it for what it was. It was a dad going to see a movie with his kid. I went to go and see a movie with my kid. We saw Oppenheimer yeah. and loved it. Yeah, but it is just interesting. When you look at what people post and their content, that's when it gets weird. If Justin Trudeau had constantly, like you said, it was the first time I'd even seen his son. I didn't even know that was his son. I'm like... I don't think he posted a photo of him since he was like 11. That's what it felt like. Um, I do follow Justin Trudeau. I, I don't recall him ever posting anything like this. Maybe on a birthday, he throw, but it's not really like this. This is this was so different. This is like, this is, watch me and my personality shine a little bit more so than uh-huh. the other posts, which are, are always very, there's very political reasons behind it. This to me was like n- nothing political surface level. You know what I mean? You're like, I'm at the Barbie movie. Like, Okay, like I got a burger after like he doesn't post photos like that. Like, look at me. I went to whatever, whatever it might be. He doesn't take photos of his trips often or anything like that to post like very personal photos like that. So, yeah, for me, it's a it's a it's a weird one. There's definitely a purpose to it. What that purpose was, I don't know. Maybe you're right. I don't know. A Canadian author says the production company belonging to Prince Harry and Meghan has bought the screen rights for her romantic novel. Her name is Carly Fortune. She's going to be teaming up with Netflix and Archwell Productions for an adaptation of her book, Meet Me at the Lake. This is about a couple in their 20s who randomly go on a day-long, life-changing adventure in Toronto. She did not say if it'll be a series or if it'll be a movie. Am I crazy or is this just basically, loosely, the story of Harry and Meghan dating? Oh, yeah. Well, I think something obviously resonated with Megan in this story because why else would she do it? Uh, Yeah, it sounds like it is loosely based on that. Indeed. I mean, obviously their story is going to be a bit different. Is it, sorry, is it for Netflix? Netflix, yeah. Yeah, so they're going through with their, okay, because that was, there were rumors, and I guess those can be squashed now, that Netflix was even considering pulling out of deal, but I don't think they can at this point anyway. No. They're set to do like a bunch of uh, things for them, including documentaries, and they said other things as well. So, all right. I, I, you know what? It's worth checking out, at least checking into, looking at trailer for me. In Toronto, the CNE, two weeks away. Well, right now in Saskatchewan, they're holding the Queen City X. It's in Regina, to be specific. Huh. And they had a competitive eating competition this weekend. Joey Chestnut did it again, Cat. That crazy SOB ate 304 mini donuts in eight minutes his previous record was 255 are they powdered because they can't possibly be powdered they're like the little mini donuts yeah Yeah. those are powdered how do you fit 304 of them in your mouth in eight minutes because they're dry right even if they're they're oily they're still dry they finish dry on your palate yeah that's excessive he smashed his own record of course he did and you know when we talk about accomplishment in competition I think we think of the greats, LeBron, Tiger, Kobe. We think of, uh, I don't know, who, who well, else? All the great, all Michael Jordan, Michael I mean, you Jordan. name it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Sure. The Williams sisters. Yeah. I don't know if we should be adding Joey Chestnut to this. He now has 55 world records yeah. in 55 different competitive eating disciplines. I think so. I think there's, I mean, he's a household name in competitive eating. When does that happen? Like how often before Joey Chestnut did that happen? There's never been anyone greater. Right? The greatest to, the greatest ev- of to our generation. ever eat. Do we, <laughs> the greatest to ever eat? When? 
Man, there's still so much more we could get to. Uh, all right, we're going to wrap it up for today, everybody. But we're here now with you throughout most of the rest of the summer. Vacations are in the rearview mirror for a little bit. So you can expect a brand new After 9 coming your way tomorrow. Bye, friends.